Hey there, my name is Peyton Macy's and you're listening to AnyCast. AnyCast is about anything and everything. We have some cool guests on sometimes, or sometimes it's just me. But enjoy today's episode and I hope you learn something new. this i i love that you you've been doing this for like what almost two years now year and a half <laughs> no actually uh i'm coming up on the one year anniversary and let's go on um why well, I, I guess actually i'm not really i'm just telling myself that i am um okay it's in february uh so i mean it's not super far away but valentine's day last year uh 2020 oh. 2022 that's the yeah. start that's the that's the start date yep yeah so i mean i've definitely learned a lot about what a podcast is like how to actually run a podcast um and it's definitely benefit like i i haven't i kind of looked into like some videos on how to do stuff differently yeah and of course the service that i use it's anchor and it's free yeah and yeah they give me like tips they'll like pop up little things and like hey read this article we have on podcasting tips that podcasters have used to become more successful and i mean i have a very small show actually um we're breaking like a good four to like i don't i'd say like four plays per episode but like then we have stuff awesome. that gets like seven to fourteen, if it's something that yeah. my uh, listeners like. And then, yeah. of course, um, I have the YouTube channel, which does far better, um, and that hooks a lot more people's attention. I think because mm. people don't really care about podcasting anymore. Uh, it's more like I guess adults that do. So, like younger people and my friends would rather watch my YouTube videos. Um, mm. So, I mean... You think it'll take off? Like, do you think it's still just at the baby stage? Uh, I do think my podcast, yeah, it can take off, uh, definitely. Um, no, I mean, podcasting in general. Obviously, your podcast, your podcast specifically, but do you think podcasting in general will become more relevant to young people? Um, I think so. I mean, it... It is kind of on certain podcasts. Like I listen to one for Stranger Things uh, stuff. Yeah, it's called Stranger Danger, and he ha- he lets people send in voicemails, and uh, okay. I hear like like five to f- like eighteen year olds on that podcast all the time asking him questions, and they're very engaged. Uh, Interesting. So like that's something I don't really know about other podcasts though. Like I, yeah, I don't know. Like the top podcasts in the nation right now. If you looked at like the top ten on Spotify, I don't think kids listen to those. 
they're more like geared right. towards in a like a young adult and adult audience not that they're like right. inappropriate or anything it's just like i don't think like yeah. an eight year old like the content yeah yeah the content is yeah. like just not geared towards kids so i think so let me ask you this what's the hardest aspect of podcasting that people don't people who don't do it they don't realize and only you would realize because you've been doing it since february um i would say oh gosh i would say probably the hooking your audience in uh especially yeah. at like the start of the podcast i'm i need to like change some stuff around on my podcast and like give a little rundown in the beginning and then play my theme song uh mm. but that definitely and then why why is that important well because you need to like i think it's uh scientifically proven like the first 30 seconds of uh usually videos but this can also apply to like a podcast mm -hmm. you need to like hook them in in the first 30 seconds and mm. if you like the title might be interesting but then you can like expound upon it in your 30 second intro um and yeah that that definitely is a harder thing to do i have some podcasts that i think i did an excellent job on and then not so many people listen to it or then like mm. a month or two later people catch up and actually give it more listens um yeah for instance uh on august 24th i had a, oh wait no that's not the right one uh on august 31st so my latest episode uh it has five plays but like at first it only had like two plays and i was like kind of bummed about it because i thought it was like a more interesting topic and it was actually yeah. uh talking about a youtube channel that has a like a deeper problem basically i talked about you know ryan's world i saw yeah i was i was reading that i was reading the, the caption of that podcast yeah it um so like i kind of just talked about how it's weird to me that this kid has like a billion views while wow, you go look at like pewdiepie and screen rant and mr beast and they don't have a billion views at all like they're close but mm -hmm. they're not breaking that and i was talking about how it's kind of weird that also like i think the parents wanted money because like it started when the kid was like three or four mm. so i talked about that um and then i have stuff like um i made <laughs> i'm trying to write a book and I put up like a audiobook demo of the first three um, chapters and that right. has five plays. So then I just threw it onto YouTube and people actually sat down and watched it, even though I just like threw up a pop Funko with me and had narration. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it, it's like a really weird world. Like my latest video actually is my third podcast episode ever. I just threw up like graphics and videos. Right and that podcast has four plays while like the youtube video has 154 watches i'm like it's just really weird so i wonder if there's just more um when it, when it comes to youtube more recommended videos so like as people are browsing your podcast your videos get recommended and i don't really find myself being recommended podcasts on spotify like when I open it up, it just is basically the podcast that I have to search for and search out. 
So I wonder if that has to do with more interest, more plays. It yeah. makes me curious. It probably does. Um, definitely. Uh, yeah. So do you do interviews very often? Uh, I try. Um, I've had, I think like, I've had a wide variety of like friends on the podcast and yeah. I mean, most of them are my age, but then, yeah. uh, I think the first adult, yeah, the first adult I ever had on was on my 50th episode and okay. she's a good friend of wow. um, me and my mom and her name is, um, Miss Rachel and her, that podcast broke. Oh gosh, I'm trying to find it. I think it's in the top. So, uh, that's my second streamed podcast with 20 listens, and then I put oh. it on my YouTube, and it's kind of weird because it did great on Spotify, but on YouTube, not a lot of people want to watch it. But that's probably because yeah. like the people that actually care about the content, um, have mm. already listened to it, and I mean it's a religious right. podcast episode, and we talk about right. Christianity and our church. And so right yeah so what do you want to talk about today what's on your mind uh i actually wanted to ask you about um i actually kind of wanted to talk about valor okay why is that uh well one i miss it <laughs> um <laughs> uh but actually it's like a pretty cool school and the other day i told my mom in the car when going to school i'm like i'm gonna do um run for one this year and that's October go, 5th, man. right? October 7th. Okay. October, October 7th. 7th. I'll send you, I'll text you info for it. Yeah. But like that, that's like a cool thing. And I was listening to the podcast that uh, Mr. Wood did on Doug Unplugged. And yeah, it was like super nice to hear that you guys have now Valor Preneurs. And he got like, I don't remember this kid's name, but he's like 10 years old. And we're selling <laughs> bracelets. And this guy got yeah. like two hundred dollars over there. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's that's yeah. crazy. It is. <laughs> I, I bought I've bought a bunch there were people selling all kinds of stuff. It was like I bought a ring from Kane. I bought a bracelet from from that dude. I can't remember his name. It was kind of wild. It was like a whole store of stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. I was broke by the end of the <laughs> <laughs> by the end of the trip yeah yeah um well we can talk about that we can totally do that how do you start these things out oh i've already been recording oh my goodness okay i'm glad i didn't say anything incriminating (laughs) no i i started recording when you like started uh asking me about like uh how to start well like the podcast stuff Mm, but gotcha yeah usually i just um well, I guess I'll just introduce the podcast here. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, welcome back to AnyCast. Um, today, I got Mr. Mosley on, and he um, he's a, he plays a very big role at my old school, Valor Global Online, which I would argue is not just a school. It's more of like a um, – I'd say it's like a mission uh, and a yeah. movement uh, because it's not – just limited to um online there's also in-person campuses in kenya south korea the philippines guatemala uh beaverton oregon i can't remember the others um that's about it yeah you got him you got him yeah i still 
I still remember. Um, you still got it. Yeah. <laughs> All those quizzes and uh, global impact. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, we've had people on uh, from Valor. Uh, not a lot, but I think, I think we had three. Yeah, I had Riley Mitchell come on in um, The Power of Words. I know you guys liked that mm. one. Um, I had the McMahons on, which you guys also really liked, where we talked about theological questions. And I had Ava Hargis on um, talking about music, which, yeah. So you guys know my friends there. And uh, now you get to hear another one of my friends who teaches there. Let's go, man. Do you still stay in contact with them? Uh, Yeah, it's just harder to stay in contact. Well, actually, not really the McMahons, but... um. Eva, kind of, and Riley and Thatcher, a little bit, yeah. Uh, it's just hard oh, yeah. to like stay in contact with those guys. Sure, but sure. I'm trying. That makes sense. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, uh, could you tell us about Run for One, actually? Yeah. So we have a really awesome kind of like a global event that happens uh, just in a, in under a month. It's happening on October 7th. We have a, a really special opportunity for everybody who has a heart to bring education to all corners of the earth, to people who, um, you know, maybe they just, they're in a place where they are not afforded as high of access to education. They don't have as many edu- education options. We, like to go into places around the world and bring education um, to cities and to towns and to kids and to families. And so our run for one, what it is, is it's basically one time a year where every Valor campus, every Valor student, every Valor family, um, we take a day, we take a weekend uh, because of the time zones. It's all crazy, but we all try to do it on one day and we go out and we run a 5k and it it accomplishes a couple of things number one it allows our community for an entire day to just lift up all of our partner schools our 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 staff our teachers our students families lift it all up in prayer because we're out here like running and i don't typically run but it's an opportunity for us to just to know and to remember that there are valor campuses happening all over the world and um just to to support them and show love to them and and basically as a as a reminder that we're all in this together that we're all on one team and then the second reason um which actually has really more like a high impact value is that we all raise money um we raise money to send to our partner schools in kenya and the philippines and haiti and guatemala um and we do that because those schools have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of students um, in the neighborhoods and, and as well as on the campuses that need shoes and that need food and that need, um, you know, laptops and technology. And they, they need all of the things to just keep their life going. New buildings. We just finished building um, like a whole, like a, I think it's a two or three story building in the Philippines. And uh, so it gives us an opportunity to just one time of the year for everybody to just stop and to focus on what we uh 
you know, our heart, like it's like what Peyton said, our mission and our mission is to impact the world. Yeah. And it's a, it's, it's cool doing that. Um, the first year it wasn't, um, super challenging cause I was on flat roads. Um, but the second <laughs> year, uh, it was more challenging cause I had to go up and down hills. So yeah. <laughs> that um, should count more than a 5k. It yeah. should be like, you should have to run less if there are hills involved. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's, it's great to, of course, get outdoors and, um, go on hikes and stuff like that. Um, and this is like a good opportunity. Um, I'll make an update. I'll mention it in a podcast, um, closer to the date and put down the website so you guys can uh, join. And I honestly don't know if you guys can join or will join unless you guys comment on my videos. So, uh, if you guys do, uh, make sure to let me know and that'd be awesome because, um, that's cool. It is actually like it's it has a huge impact. I remember last year, I can't remember how much we raised. I think we like raised a million dollars, or no, maybe not. Something like that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. I think it was like a. I was I was reading about it recently. I think it was like a hundred and thirty, hundred and thirty, hundred and forty thousand. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, but like but this got... year, one million. That's our goal. Peyton really? said it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. But that would be sweet if we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, I think it was like... A what was your favorite part about it? Why, why, did, why did you enjoy it? Like, as a student, what about that was attractive to you? Uh, probably, um, like, you're not just working out, like... Like, you know, at public school, like at elementary school, they have like the jogathon and you just like run around just to like raise money right. for the next field trip. But like at Valor, right. you actually get to see the results in like the email and you'll see like, oh, well, we raised money for this new gate. I remember we did that last year. We did a lot of computers yeah. uh, and like it's yeah. actually does like it's dispersed through all the campuses, not just one. It's like given to everybody uh, equally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, probably that, like, it's actually making an impact. It's not just like, we're going to raise money for the next field trip to, right. I don't even know, the closest theme park, you know? <laughs> right. And you were on leadership at the time, which we, there was a pretty strong emphasis on us t trying to figure out the, it's, it's kind of like a riddle, but like, how do you get people involved in something that. You don't necessarily like it takes a, a lot of action it takes a step getting out of your comfort zone to to go run a 5k to raise money and so i remember in leadership um talking with you about how do we actually call people into this and how do we get people to act yeah and i mean that was hard i i think i think we did a good job i mean the goal was one hundred thousand, and we broke that um so that's definitely a good job i mean you're always going to have like that one student who just doesn't tell their parents or their parent doesn't check the email and they just kind of like sit around at home. Um, but right. Right. 90% do what, um, like they do it. And if they're busy on the seventh, then they'll do it the next day. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I guess my next question about uh, Valor would be, um, uh, I guess actually, 
So I've been asking some of my friends and they're not really descriptive. <laughs> they just said it was good about the retreat and I'm glad that mm -hmm. it was good, but they didn't like give me anything else. They're just like, oh, it was the best retreat. I, I should have <laughs> probably asked them why, but like they just said it's the best retreat. And then I listened to the podcast and that gave me like a little bit of insight um, mm -hmm. hearing like what some people were learning uh, about like scrubbing your phone full of contacts which uh i definitely learned at my summer camp um and uh you guys have valor peneers but like what else went on and at the activate retreat yeah so i mean it, it's pretty wild to have an online school that exists like all over the united states um students you know, spread out, it seems like four corners of the earth, just all different places. And for us to very purposefully, um, which I, I really don't believe, I haven't seen this for any um, online school to purposefully come together and meet um, multiple times a year, multiple, multiple times a year, once, once every actually, like I would say three months, once every three to four months, um, the whole school gets together. and. Um, we did that just last month was kind of the school launch, the the beginning of the school year in Dallas. We we all meet in Dallas, Texas, and we come together. And, and honestly, it's it's a mixture of new families, new students, students who have been with us for the last four to five years, um, just like from from babies all the way to grandparents, you know, because we all have different kinds of guardians. It's just like a really eclectic group of people coming together. And uh, we just have a really exciting school year launch. So that involves, you know, like worship. That involved um, just some, some time learning some new skills, building relationships, building community. Um, we had a lot of sessions that were just aimed at, like, how do we equip students and parents, like when they walk out of here, to feel like they're filled up and ready to take on this school year. Um, I, I know that there are a lot of great online schools out there, um, a lot of teachers that really, really care. I haven't seen another school that is so f widespread and people are so dedicated to still come together and meet in person. Um, I mean, we had families that drove, like some families drove like 20 hours to be at this thing. Um, it's just wild. But it was it was awesome to be with everybody, and so that's kind of like a little bit of a glimpse of what we did. Um, the students organize a lot of stuff. There's there's student leadership that's involved even within that. Um, it's just a blast, just a good time with each other. Yeah, I never got to go to an activate, but I did get to go to the January uh, 2021 uh, yeah. winter retreat, and I think that's right. I did. I've never like I've. Like I just said, I've never been to the Activate, but honestly, from everything I've heard, like the January retreats, the winter ones are always the ones that seem better. Like the Activate ones are for fun, like you said, kind of like it's a back to school launch. You do learn stuff, yeah. but the uh, winter retreat is like an actual retreat. Like you, it the entire reason you're there is to learn. Like, yeah, you'll see your friends and yeah, you have the mm -hmm. dance and you have fun games, but the real reason you're there is to like dive deeper into God's word or dive deeper into um, 
whatever uh, teachings the adults are giving. Um, and I think that's what probably the coolest thing about that retreat for me was being able to like uh, be taught by, uh, we had those little breakout sessions. You taught one, mm-hmm. uh, Megan mm-hmm. Valentine did as well, um, which that was an awesome teaching. Uh, of course, Mr. Wood with the bats, like that was a very, that, that teaching will probably never leave my brain uh, because <laughs> of like the, like all the energy and the visual representation. And I mean, that was a lot of fun, of course. So yeah, I mean, the Valor. Do you remember the point he, do you remember the point he was making with the bats? Uh, I actually, I think so. Yeah. He like asked everybody, what do you struggle with or what, um, do other people struggle with around you and like we got everything on those bats and he was saying like you need to break the bat yourself and i think and so like he of course broke it over his knee literally in front of right. like, everybody and he demonstrated beforehand right. like this is a sturdy bat um yeah so yeah that was awesome uh it was strange the last one the last bat like literally would not break yeah yeah, it was like um, it was unbreakable. It's funny because the the name of it is unstoppable, right? Yeah. So I I feel like we should rename it to unbreakable because that last bat was just unbreakable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I have a question more so for the students because I I'm gonna send this to people that I know are at VGO, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully they listen. Um, but what exactly like is going on with clubs this year yeah so like one thing that we're really and we talked about this a lot last year you had started um the jesus club which was awesome i I think you should talk about that a little bit today but one thing that i'm really looking at doing is leaning really um like a lot into leadership into the leadership capabilities of students i don't believe like i think a lot of schools view leadership as a popularity contest and a lot of the time it can be very exclusive it can exclude people just because they didn't get enough votes uh, which honestly kind of renders a lot of students just left out you know and if they had a desire to be on leadership if they had if they had a desire to lead in any capacity for them to be told that they didn't make it they didn't make the cut you know, it that that kind of burns. That that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. So, um, one of the things that we've really redesigned for our community is like leadership is a choice. Leadership is something that you choose to do. It's something that you choose to show up to, um, and be. And so, like we're we're just going to continue to press into that this year. Um, have a bunch of different options for for leaders that are growing this year and and what we're going to do. Um, but also, you know, like there's there's a lot of opportunity for growth in like what you had talked about right when we had jumped on about doing 75 hard. I think that whether you're 10 years old or 16 or 29, I think that we all have certain things that we are really aiming for, like goals, that, things that excite us, things that we're really passionate about. And... So I'm really looking at designing a lot of community experiences this year around goals that students have and um, just looking to put 
put together these small groups that, you know, kind of like you did with Jesus Club, where you had a goal of when we talked about this, like setting things that are setting, setting realistic, um, attainable, measurable goals that you can, that you can um, get to. I really want to do that with, with students this year and, and just figure out how to equip students well. Yeah. And like last year, um, it was, I mean, I was excited about it, but then a lot of the groups just kind of fell through because like nobody wanted to take time out of their personal lives and after school. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I told myself a commitment like, for sure. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it really is. I mean, I told myself like, I, I need to do this and I need to uh, teach these people because yeah, they might go to church on Sunday, but how many churches actually read through the Bible? Um, yeah. Including my church. Like, I love my church. Um, we read through one book of the Bible, actually, uh, over the course of three weeks. I, I'll post the sermon um, links down below. And, I mean, it was the book of Ruth. So that's four chapters, and it was an in-depth study, actually. Uh, but like you don't really have churches that are like okay we're gonna read Genesis today or we're gonna read Leviticus. It's more like we're gonna read this story and we're gonna dissect that story and we're gonna get a truth out of it. And so I told myself like okay well I want to do this and I know other people around me especially at this school want this. So we're gonna read books of the Bible and we read. Um, I'm trying to remember them all Jonah. Uh, I think we read Philippians. We definitely read Revelation, which was the final book, um, and it was the most confusing, and it had some of the most uh, amazing conversations. Um, yeah. I directed, uh, I actually did, um, I took like the Elevation, um, oh gosh, I'm blanking, Essentials series that started this year in January. And I did that with the Jesus Club because I was like, hey, I'm learning this at church and we're doing this as an entire church. And this actually has some amazing principles because it was all about like building your essential faith, like going back to the roots. What what do we for like we forget things all the time, whether that's praying, reading your Bible. We need to go back and discover, like rediscover what are the roots and why do we do these things? And so, I mean, we did that. I think we've read like six books, um, you know, a lot of them uh, smaller, uh, but that was, a, that was okay because like that meant we could have like more conversations about them and go more in depth with them. Um, but yeah, that, that was awesome to have. Um, I, texted, I texted Casey and she said that she's trying to do like a, um, like a worship club. So I guess like choir. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. You know, you're going to have like a choir club and I'm sure you're going to yeah. have uh, investing. Cause I know there's a lot of people over there that love Bitcoin or any investing really. Um, I'm sure you're going to have like an art club. I don't know what clubs you guys will have, but you guys will have like meaningful clubs while like right now in my school, um, my school has interesting clubs. Um, they have anime club. They have Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, yeah, that's awesome that you have extracurricular. And if you're like 
an anime fan great you know you can find people and if you play dungeons and dragons that's awesome you have people um but like a lot of the clubs don't really achieve a goal at my school a few of them right. do like the writing club they have a writing club um and they have of course the fellowship of christian athletes but i mean i'm gonna try starting tomorrow to talk to my principal and get um actually in my club uh in the school which is something that my church is trying to get in every school which isn't just for like christian athletes or even just christians in general it can be anybody and we'll sit down and we'll like have discussions and we'll read passages so yeah it's always right. nice to have clubs because it does build community especially on online when you can't really always meet up in person like you guys can schedule right but, right yeah like people don't really plan that far ahead most people so some people are like oh i can't go to the uh, regional event because i just realized it's eight hours away or something like that and mm -hmm. i got a soccer game i don't know what people mm -hmm. say but yeah um yeah it's fascinating groups of groups of people meeting together the most successful ones always have something that they're aiming at yeah they always have a target the groups of people that are just getting together to talk about things they're interested in like that'll that will last for a short amount of time but you gotta have something you're aiming at you gotta have a goal yeah um I guess I would ask you about, um, uh, well, actually, I, I kind of want to talk to you about something that I'm interested in, because you said you actually want to start um, a podcast, um, which, I mean, that's great. Um, I've had uh, a couple of people tell me this, that they want to start a podcast, and a lot of them are, well, like, the ones who haven't aren't adults that have extremely busy lives and a lot on their shoulders. And then right. one of them is my cousin and he doesn't really do his podcast or YouTube that much. He enjoys it, but it's like, he doesn't set aside time because you know, he has schoolwork and stuff. So I'm interested in, well, I guess the first question that I would ask somebody trying to start a podcast is what is it going to be about? how did you decide what yours was going to be about um i actually kind of just sat around and i wanted to do a podcast but i didn't know what to do it about and i thought to myself well if i have anything like i thought to myself oh like any cast like that was a name that was floating around in my head and i was like okay well that will be nice because i can be flexible with it and i can like make little subsects of the uh, podcast, whether that's talking about sports, which I've done like once, or if it's something like talking about Marvel, which I've done a lot more, or book club, which I'm trying to do a lot more. And <laughs> right, um, you know, like it it gives me like this opportunity to go wherever, and it like it lets me do stuff like this, like interview you, and we're mm -hmm. talking about leadership and podcasting. Well, then I have this podcast with my e-group leader, Kyle, and we talked about shoes and football. You know, like, mm -hmm. there's not a lot of podcasts that put out 
that type of stuff on the same podcast. Most are like corporations, like um, I think um, there's this thing called New Rock Stars. I don't I don't really know a lot about them, but they're like a YouTube okay. channel, I think, and they have a podcast. But then they have like twenty different podcasts, so it's like a corporation. It's like oh, this one's for sci-fi and this one's for superheroes, and you know, like that's great. And honestly, it can be like with that, it's a little bit more organized. But if you just have one show, you can pour all your time and energy into it. And, you know, I, I mean, I think my listeners get a good balance of really anything. I try to go right. anywhere with this thing, but I mean, it's whatever really interests me and is on my mind. What's your, what would you say your goal with podcasting is? Um, probably honestly to like provide entertainment um and escape um everything nowadays has like everything i think is super political and divisive or it's just like Mm. not great like some stuff isn't political but people like don't appreciate it as much um so i just wanted to make something that is like um just fun and entertaining for my listeners to like escape to and um also the fact that i'm you know i'm younger than most podcasters and there's not a lot of young podcasters out there and so i think that's like something that's nice for other young people to see that it's like anybody can do this like you can stand up there and say on your podcast you know like anybody can stand up there and say on their podcast oh anybody can make a podcast and i've heard it and you know like right. sometimes that actually is inspiring because they're actually passionate about the podcasting and they'll explain to you how you can do it other times it's like you just kind of say that because you're in the middle of some speech or whatever um mm. actually the way that i found out about anchor is i was listening to the stranger things podcast stranger danger and he had an a like he used anchor before uh before his new service i don't know but like somebody else wanted his show and gave money but he had like an ad that i play on my shows it's like anchor is the easiest way to podcast and he was actually passionate about podcasting so that's what actually like, got me into it like oh that's actually a starting place and so i looked it up you know right i think when it comes to podcasting my biggest, and also I just have to recognize this is so meta that we're talking about podcasting while we're <laughs> recording a podcast. Yeah. I just feel like that has to be recognized. Um, I don't know. I, one, one concern that I have about podcasting, and this I feel like is, is the greatest challenge, is like podcasting starts with the premise that people are going to maybe care about what I have to say. It starts with that premise. You make that premise if you create a podcast. But the, the truth is, is people don't. <laughs> they, they have a lot of voice input in their life. Yeah. People only begin to care when, you, when they know that you care about them. It's like that, there's that famous expression. I, I feel like I always mess it up. There's like a famous statement that says people only, people only care about what you know when they know that you care. 
And I don't understand how that quite fits into the podcasting world because you're starting with the premise of that people are automatically going to care about what I have to say. But how do I show them that I care about them? Yeah. Well, uh, something I've tried to do, like to show people that I care is, um, I basically beg them <laughs> and they never do this, right. but to send in audio messages and be like, Hey, you want me to discuss something? Mm. I will look into it and I will make a podcast on it. And then I look at I what people like care about, like by looking at what do people like to listen to on my podcast? And then I try to do more of that. So like Marvel yeah. is big. Um, actually doing fan fiction, which I did one with sound effects that did good. Um, I just haven't gotten to, I haven't sat myself down on a weekend to like write another one, but like stuff like that, people actually care about. Um, and that's like my same strategy on YouTube as well. It's just like, what, a, what do people actually care about? Um, even sometimes on YouTube though, I'll just put out stuff that I care about. And I know that my viewers might not necessarily care about, um, mm. But, but how do they know that you care about them? That's my question. And that's the, the that's what I that keeps me up at night when it comes to podcasting. Yeah, that's that's a tough question because it's just like a one sided, especially on podcasting, it's just with one side screen. Now if you're gonna do this right. on like YouTube, then you can interact in the comment section. I mean, if you're gonna have like if you're going to make a YouTube channel and have this on Spotify and put the video on YouTube, you can interact in the comment section. But like, if you're not like a huge podcaster, like Joe Rogan, you can't inter interact with your like listeners on Twitter or something. And so mm. you don't really know what they like, if they know that you care about them. Um, I don't know. I, I tried to, um, make some like i'll make some statements and be like okay next week we'll try to do this and sometimes that works sometimes that doesn't and i hope that that shows them that i care about it when i care about them when i actually like push myself to do that um mm -hmm. but yeah i mean that's a good question and it's a very um i haven't heard that question but it's it's one that's not easy to answer because like for me, I'm small as a podcaster. Um, I don't know how well um, Angie Taylor does, but I mean, you could probably ask her how her, like if she knows how, um, like if her viewer or listeners know that she cares. Like if I listen to her podcast, I, I know, I mean, I don't really know her personally, but like she's talked to us, you know, at school before, and I know that she cares about people. Uh, right, but that's not. But like, if I find some random podcast talking about Disney or whatever, I don't know if that guy mm -hmm. actually cares about me. Um, a few right. people do better jobs of it. Like, um, actually, a Disney podcast I do listen to sometimes um, called DW Sixty. Uh, they have a segment on their show where they actually answer emails, and it's a husband and a wife, and the wife is a travel agent. So a lot of the uh, like questions are like. Hey, I'm going to Disney World. Um, how do I play on this trip? Or what do I do? Uh, and it's like very intricate questions, and they're able to answer them. And that's how um, 
their listeners know that they care about them. Also, they celebrate their listeners' birthdays. If people like ask them, hey, can you uh, shout out my friend? He listens to the podcast. And I think that's really um, what it is. There's a couple of podcasts that I listen to that actually get to interact with their communities. Um, but like most of those are on live shows. So they have, right. one, that's Instagram live or YouTube. And so they have built their presence over the years and they get to interact and the fans know that they care about them. Um, but I, I mean, yeah. I guess when you're small, um, like, I mean, if you started, of course, I'd be like, hey, go check out this podcast. But like, as you grow, I think the people um, will know that you care about them. And as they become attached to your like personality and what you talk about, Yeah. I'm super fascinated. I think the most fascinating metric that any brand or store or podcast or YouTube channel or artist, anybody could have the most fascinating metric is not how many subscribers you have. It's not how many customers you have. I think the most fascinating. I think the most fascinating is how many repeat subscribers you have. How many repeat customers you have. It's really easy to sell something to somebody once. It's really hard to sell something to somebody twice. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I'm like really intrigued by people who have been able to do this kind of thing and not have somebody listen to their podcast just once because it was a fascinating topic or because for whatever reason they only listened to the episode once. But like, wouldn't it be kind of a wild idea if somebody actually listened to your podcast twice? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's kind of that's kind of insane, right? Yeah. I think that'd be. I see. I think of these kinds of like, they're they're kind of like mathematical problems to me, and I I love I love like thinking about how to solve that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Just doing it differently somehow. Yeah, and I think a lot of people uh kind of have one topic in mind, and mm -hmm. some of those topics actually are like broader topics like you'll have those people who do scary stories you know and they get to hook mm -hmm. their viewers because they're talking like they make their own scary stories or whatever and then they like read them off and then the listener is like oh i gotta come back next week or whenever the next upload is or you have like those podcasters who are like um making audio series or are like reviewing an entire tv show and they do that like in depth and like that, mm. that hooks, uh, listeners. Um, also when like the podcaster interacts with the, the people and does a giveaway, um, I would love to do a giveaway, but I just don't have enough people that like, listen. Uh, so I, I, mm. I don't really care to do a giveaway at the moment. Cause it's not, it's like my friend could get this item and you know, it's, it's not that cool as like 
it's not like I'm shipping this to somebody in Canada or South Korea who listened to my podcast and because right. they entered this giveaway, you know, which actually something yeah. weird. And honestly, I have no idea how, but I actually have hit foreign countries, but it's less than 1%, which tells me that they've like listened to not a full episode, I think. Um, I've, I've been listened to in Australia, Mexico, the Philippines, Ireland, Greece, South Korea, and United Kingdom. But that's wow. also because it's like on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, and the web browser, I guess. He's Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> You're Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that's how you hook your um, audience. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I would go in, like, if you're going to, you said you wanted to start it on your birthday, and I can't remember your birthday. Um, but, Me neither. Sometimes, oh. somewhere, some, sometimes, somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. Well, whenever that day does come, <laughs> if you do have your podcast out, uh, like, just try to approach it in not a, like, not overthinking it just like try to be yourself and just like talk to the people and then they'll if they like your personality they'll stick around and if not then they won't you know that's really good advice and i mean i think uh another thing about podcasting probably the best advice is find somebody else that has like the same type of subject matter as you and try to get on their show or invite them to your show or whatever um and i mean that'll of course boost your listeners and then of course uh you'll have people that like that one podcast you went on and then they'll like your podcast because it's like similar subject matter or whatever i have a question what do you think the shortest amount of time a podcast could be for it to be relevant um honestly three minutes three um, minute yeah i've seen three some, minute podcast yeah yeah I, i've actually seen some like five minute or three minute podcast episodes and i've listened to a few of them um but like you can um there's this podcast i follow but i never listen to their stuff because i never make the time in pulling it up right, right. now um but they like they'll either have long episodes or very short episodes and those short episodes can be like like in eight minutes you know or uh, it's called stuff you should know you you've probably seen that one. oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 like i'm familiar with that uh okay like their short episodes are like 12 so like 15 minutes or less but there's also like i think dave ramsey has a podcast um that's mm -hmm. like five minute lessons i'm looking it up interesting uh but like his stuff you know they're they're tiny little podcasts but people love them and they come back every week um i think it's called every is this it yeah everyday millionaires and it's like 10 minutes or less some of these are six minutes mm. oh some of them are 16 but like a lot of them are eight minutes or less five minutes okay yeah actually there's one called three minute it's a three minute podcast it's uh, called What to Do with a Pension Payout. 
I know nothing about finance, so I don't Actually even know. Actually could in three minutes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what's the longest that you think a podcast should go? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I listened to this podcast called Star Wars Theory, and he has something called mm-hmm. Nerd Theory, where him and his buddy get on YouTube and they like interact with their community for like a good three to six hours and they just roll wow. off the live comments and they make it comedic they'll talk about star wars sometimes the real world but they like to talk about star wars mostly or like other film sometimes but like that's a lot <laughs> uh of course joe yeah. rogan has like four hour podcasts i don't i haven't listened to his show but like the guy's successful and has four hour long podcasts or like two hour so that's honestly, true yeah 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 does have some long ones yeah i mean i think my longest podcast was um an hour and like 50 something minutes yeah actually okay. my discord one it's like an hour and 57 minutes and i had seven people listen to it so i mean wow but then that i had two people which that that was nice actually it was just two people um and they were commenting in my discord chat and i was just rolling off the chat and we were talking about random stuff like it it was bouncing off the walls i opened it up on a new story in like the entertainment world about ezra miller and then we just went into like pure chaos going to like this fish slap face um website which is a really weird website um and we were talking about books dr seuss uh some of my plans on the YouTube, like, I don't know. It, I mean, honestly, I have no idea. Um, a podcast could be however long, as long as it's informative, but like not dry and boring, then it doesn't really matter as long as you get the point across and you're not dragging it out forever. Right. So like if you, let's say you start your podcast and you have Mr. Everett on and you talk about, all the different like campuses and not just the campuses but also like the climate that they're in in their countries i mean that could be like a 40 minute podcast or a three hour podcast and either way you can make it interesting and you can go more and more in depth but not too in depth that you lose your viewers or your listeners and like people like me would actually listen to that because i mean i sit through long podcasts Mm -hmm. I like a podcast yeah. to me is 45 plus minutes. Yeah. Like, unless you're like doing a little story, then it's like eight minutes or 12 minutes. Right. 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 So, yeah. That's cool. I appreciate that advice. It's good advice. And also like, I mean, I know you won't have a problem with this cause you actually know your like visual design stuff, but just don't make your, logo look generic like customize it yourself and make it look nice um you know don't do the typical anchor logos that they randomize for you and pick like a cool font um i have a website for like uh, t-shirts and stuff and i try selling stuff um it succeeds some days other days it doesn't um i have three sales which is nice um but dude it's three more sales than me you're a businessman <laughs> yeah i love it 
Um, I love it. I'm ready to take a class. Get ready to teach a class, okay? All right. Well, I don't know what I would do with it. Um, but like my font, you know, like as you, I mean, if you pulled up my podcast, like I can't even pronounce the font that I use, um, but mm-hmm. it's weird and it's original. Like it's something you don't see. And that's something that like I think captures people's attention. Also, I made myself right. a Pop Funko. Um, so, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't Can know. Can I do that? Do I need to make one of those? Uh, you don't need to, but like, I like Pop Funko. So I was on the Pop Funko uh, site and then it said you can make your own Pop Funko. And like, my mind was blown. And so ever since then, I've been making Pop Funkos of me and my guests. So if I like, like if you said I could put this on YouTube, I would make you a Pop Funko and you would just hear the audio and see you and me as Pop Funkos. And, Aren't they like yeah. physical though? Don't they like make them and yeah, but you can or is it just digital? It's just digital, which is kind of sad. You can't even mm. like buy your own, but I gotcha. mean, yeah, I mean, you know, what? it, it works for what I do, but yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Also definitely get a good microphone. Um, look into that. I do need to get myself a webcam, um, especially for YouTube. But if you're going to do video podcasts, which actually is a thing, but honestly, I mean, if you, if you're going to make a YouTube channel, what's the point? And I mean, podcast is just audio people listen in their car or on a walk or whatever. So probably just rely on audio. But yeah, do you do you know like what your aim is or what your name is of the podcast or anything like oh, that? Oh man. Mm, I don't. And and even if I do, I feel like I don't. Oh. Cause for me I'm so I'm very I like to think things through yep. very deeply and um probably obsessively. You could probably call it obsessive. Um, but I, yeah, I have some ideas. I have some thoughts. Um, my thought would be that kind of like how you're doing the 75 hard starting tomorrow, Mm -hmm. which I'm excited to see about how that goes for you. I, I kind of have this vision or this challenge for myself where I, I kind of want to force myself to record a podcast every day for 365 days straight. Oh wow, that's and crazy. It, I know, like it, it, it is. That's the problem, and so I'm trying <laughs> to delineate between, like, what is actual, what's what's insane craziness, and what's bold craziness, because I feel like the the line between those is really blurry. Um, um, and so we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. I don't think it's too insane because like a lot of big podcasts do weekly, like just the weekdays. And then every once in a while on a weekend, they'll put out like a special episode. Um, Right. So, I mean, if you did that, I mean, I'd listen every day, but like, you know, I think maybe that'd be too much. Maybe once a week would be more reasonable. Yeah. Once a week is definitely a good starting point. Um, But see, I don't want to be reasonable. I don't want to be reasonable. I want to be unreasonable. We'll make three times a week. You do like uh, Sunday, Wednesday, and 
I don't know, like Friday. I don't know. You just like split it out through, uh, throughout the week. You know, is Monday, that because Wednesday. you find that production time is a lot for each of them? Uh, if you're going to edit your podcast, yeah. If you're going to like add background music, it's not too hard. If you're using Premiere Pro, you just like, you know, it's pretty easy. But, um, right. If you're going to add like sound effects and stuff, then it, it might be. But like, honestly, producing on Anchor takes like 15 minutes for me because I have like my audio files in there and I just got to search up the keywords like, here's my theme song, here's my outro song, here's my episode intro, and here's the main stuff, and then here's my ad. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. And I know my people will listen to your podcast because I told them to go listen to my cousin's podcast, and, and they did that, so that's nice. <laughs> that's awesome. They're loyal. They're repeat. <laughs> well, repeat yeah. customers. Yeah, most of them listen to his podcast, at least the first episode. But, um, yeah, I mean, another good thing is always, like, getting guests on. That really is, like, something that is good on my channel or my podcast, whatever. I do too much YouTube. Um, Mm -hmm. But people like listening to, like, other people's opinions. And it's, like, um, like, you could have two podcasts on the same thing, which I actually haven't done. I, I think it would be a little bit redundant. But like with different people, you know, um, mm-hmm. I did have three people on a podcast at once. I'm hoping to get like five people on a podcast for my year anniversary and have like an epic conversation about something. Um, but, you know, like that's a lot sweet. Of, yeah, I, I actually have a lineup in mind, um, but I don't need to worry about that too much until it's like January. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'll be here. Be here. It'll be here soon. Yeah, it really will. I mean, it's September, and I mean, it's almost halfway through the month. And like, once you hit Halloween, there's no turning back. It's just like go, go, go until you hit Christmas, and then you get some rest, and then New Year's happens, and then it's like, what are you gonna do with your new life? That's how everybody right. treats it. <laughs> um, but right. yeah. Uh, any other questions you have for me um, about anything? I think, no, I think that that's, this has been a fantastic conversation, man. This yeah. has been good. Yeah, It's crazy we're on opposite sides of the country and having a conversation just like we're sitting right right in front of each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of it, wild. it definitely is. And I'll be releasing this tomorrow, so it'll be on Monday. Um I probably actually will just change my podcast to Monday releases so people can listen throughout the week, especially with people having school. I know I have like a somewhat younger audience, I think. I don't know. I try to look at what my audience is, but it's all over the place on age. Um, But yeah, you let me know whenever you have your podcast out and... um, I'll definitely be talking about You'll it. You'll be a guest. I'll have you on as a guest for sure. Thanks. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, um I don't I don't know what else to say. Uh I guess actually next week I'm gonna be talking about um MK Ultra on the podcast. 
if you don't know what that is, uh, listen to it. It's the true story of what Stranger Things was based off of. Um, and no, nobody had telekine telekinetic powers or anything, but um, it's an interesting story. Um, it's a really interesting one. It's a short story, but um, it's something else. Have you heard about MK Ultra? I have, I haven't, and I haven't watched any of the Stranger Things. Oh man, <laughs> I know, I I'm, know. I'm looking at my Dustin Pop Funko and my Steven Robin over here. It just makes me sad for you. And then I look over and I, I see. I have no clue what those names mean, but I'm sure they mean something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Steve, Dustin, they're like fan favorite characters by almost everybody. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah. yeah, I just like, I'm still on, I'm still watching. I'm, I'm on season two of Mr. Rogers. So uh, <laughs> once I finish that show, then I think I'll move on to you know, maybe Stranger Things or something else. He's got a lot of seasons, though. He's got a lot of seasons of Mr. Rogers. Yeah. I mean, at least you're not, like, watching Sesame Street or The Muppet Show. Like, those are long. Oh, no, that's for kids. That's for kids. Whoa. No, no, no. Well, The Muppet Show is for everybody. They have, like, Alice okay. Cooper on there. They have Luke Skywalker, um, Julie Andrews. I mean, it, it it's everywhere. They have Bob Hope. It, it was a... It was a show ahead of its time. There are 31 seasons of Mr. Rogers. Oh, no. Quite, quite a bit of episodes. Each one is 30 minutes long. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me. Thank you for reminding me. Everybody, you need to check on my YouTube channel under upcoming live streams. I'm going to be doing a watch party where we're going to watch the first four episodes. I think I said four. I don't know. If I make it, we'll do the first four of Japanese Spider-Man. And if you guys like that, then I'll suffer through all 41 episodes with you because it is the weirdest show ever. It's like Power Rangers met Spider-Man. Um, the acting is bad, the like cheesy special effects, and it ends the same way every time. Um, but we're going to do that. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy that. And if anybody wants to watch through the 130 episodes of season one of Mr. Rogers with me, I'll be doing that next week. I'll be sitting down and watching every episode back to back, all 130 of them. That's just season one, by the way. That's not even season two or season 31. Isn't that show's that crazy. Yeah, that show's crazy. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. yeah what a strange world. Um, but yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'll definitely reinvite you on the podcast. Um, because this thanks, has been... thanks for having me on, dude. Thanks for having yeah. me on. This has been a, this has been a privilege and I love yeah. learning from you. You have so much stuff to share. Yeah. And maybe one day I'll actually make myself sit down on my YouTube with you and we will commentate on Mr. Rogers episode one. Um, done. Cause I forgot done. that that was Easy. even a show, <laughs> but yeah, done. we can do that so fast i'm yeah. so ready <laughs> but yeah um that's all for today's episode um please follow it and send it to people if you liked it and other than that i don't have much else to say hey there you might be wondering do i have merchandise and the answer is of course of course i have merchandise 
Go down into the description down below and you can find the link to the merchandise. We sell t-shirts, hoodies, a lot of mugs, um, some long sleeve shirts, some uh, stickers, stuff like that, like die cut stickers, and all that fun stuff at the Anycast shop, powered by Teespring. Shirts are $25, long sleeve shirts are $30, hoodies are $45, mugs are $20, stainless steel water bottles are $28, die cut stickers are $10, stickers are ranging from $8 to $10, notebooks for school or notes or whatever you use your notebook for is $20, and canvases are $28. Go and have fun in the Anycast bookstore, or not bookstore, just store in general and buy some merch.